All right, we're live and we're rolling. Welcome back to The Real Venture, a fresh perspective on real estate, technology, and business trends for young entrepreneurs by young entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Peyton, joined as always by my co-host, Luke. Luke, what's up, man? What's up, Peyton? Good to hear your voice. How are you doing today? I'm not I'm not doing too bad. I'm actually really excited because today we have a great episode. In fact, it was even a uh, an episode recommendation from a listener. So, podcast has only been around for a week and we already got people firing ideas. So, we uh we definitely love, love that. It. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about a couple different things. First, we're going to talk about some potential opportunities that we see in the real estate market uh, in 2021. Definitely some things that we think you at home can capitalize on. Then we're going to move into talking about some new technology trends that are actually popping up. And you know, we're going to talk about what that's going to look like moving forward. And then lastly, we're going to tie all that in to actually talk a little bit about what Luke and I are doing in one of our own businesses as it, uh, as it grows in the real estate world. So, um, you know, to prove that you know we're not robots, we're actually humans, and you know we care about each other personally. Like Luke, what's like what's going on in your life, man? How, how have you been this week? Yeah, I mean it's been a it's been an exciting week, I suppose. Uh, you know, I mean first and foremost, the, the first episode of the podcast was uh, released. It, that was fun, um, just to get a little bit of feedback on that. But um, I think the uh, you know more on the more personal side, my brothers came over, and so I got to to hang out with them for a little bit. They crashed on my couch. Um, you know, I've, I've been reading a lot about blockchain and kind of working on some new business ideas uh, in the decentralized finance space, which is pretty cool. Um, but what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, you know, I, I wish I was learning about blockchain. That uh, that sounds Dude, interesting. Teach you. Come on, wait. Hey, next episode. Hey, there we go. Another <laughs> another podcast idea. Love it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, just you know, setting up some stuff for this podcast. Got it up and running. It was fun. Got a lot of love uh, from you guys. So we really appreciate that. But actually, this is a big week for me because I'm actually taking my real estate license exam. Let's go. Um, hey, congrats. How long did you study for that? Uh, I have been taking the courses probably since December. Um, you need about a, you need 180 hours of, of of classroom time. So you know spread it out over the past couple months, but, uh, got all my certifications in line and now I'm ready to, to actually take the, take the damn thing. So I'm excited. Damn. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun because, uh, you know, I think it's going to be something that's really useful going forward. Not only, you know, personally, it'd be fun to sell houses on the side, but it's something that, you know, you and I are going to use in our business. And that's actually a perfect segue into our first topic, which is going to be opportunities in the real estate market in 2021. But before we do that, I think we need to lay down a quick foundation of you know what actually is going on in the housing market today. So Luke, is, are there any pressing issues or is it a completely normal year? Um, yeah, no, uh, it's obviously there's a lot that has uh, you know, gone wrong in the last year and, and the housing market has not uh, seen, you know, any less share of odd activity. I think um, you had two kind of very large changes that happened uh, that uh, led to kind of like where the housing market is today, which is, you know, it's up uh, you know, a tremendous amount, even compared to equities and all that stuff, just uh, mostly because of uh, you know, something simple like supply and demand getting a little bit out of whack. And so on the demand side of this, you had the, uh, the folks who normally would be either uh, evicted from their homes or would have changed homes due to, you know, maybe changing work environments or whatever that were able to kind of just stay in place. And so um, on the on the eviction side, you had the government say any government back loans uh, don't need to be repaid until right now. I think it's June, but 
uh, that might get extended. Um, and so those folks who were going to get evicted are actually just kind of able to stay put without paying, which obviously doesn't free up a ton of uh, new housing in that regard. And then, of course, there's not a ton of uh, changing location, which means that the people who can work from home in their job in San Francisco and maybe are just living in uh, North Carolina or whatever got a new job during the pandemic out in California. They don't need to go out to California, so they're able to stay in North Carolina. Um, so that's that's on the demand side. That's why or that's on the supply side. That's why supply has not um uh, increased in terms of the you know the houses available for people to purchase on the demand side you've got people who want to move around people leaving cities people who are getting um, who have the freedom to work from wherever they want and they're like I don't want to live in you know uh, San Francisco California right now I'm going to move down to Austin or wherever the case may be uh, and so um, what ended up happening there is in certain areas especially there's just a big increase in the you know demand for housing so supply staying still or decreasing with demand increasing a lot leads to you know, a big increase in price. And so that's what we've seen. And and I don't know how much of a, a bubble that is versus just, uh, you know, kind of the laws of uh, economics. But Peyton, what do you do about that? Like as a, you know, somebody who's interested in potentially building something or doing something cool with uh, with their time? Like what So can you do in order that? to address the supply issue as a whole, we're going to have to build, right? We're going to have to increase the supply in order to meet demand because it's not going to happen naturally because of the way this gap has been going, or at least it won't happen naturally in a, a reasonable amount of time. As always, it's a very cyclical process and everything finds a way to, you know, to come full circle. But in the short term, we're going to have to build. And that's where I want us you and I, Luke, and you know the listeners and us as well, to take advantage of the situation because there are a lot of opportunities here, right? Uh, you're going to have the uh, the chance to go in and, and start to flip properties. You know, I know everybody at home watches um, Chip and Joanna Gaines. You know, they, they come in and have their demo day or whatever they call it. They knock down houses, they rebuild it, and create new viable solutions to the supply. Um, you know. I know the first red flag in all of this is like, hey, I don't, I don't have any money. And that exact thought process is something that Luke and I really want to change in your minds. Uh, you know, there's a little secret called other people's money. And we're not going to get into it today, but Luke and I are going to talk about how you're actually going to be able to go out there and, you know, raise other people's money in order to follow some of these investment opportunities. And it's going to benefit both parties. And it, it's something that is really powerful. But at the end of the day, we just want you to go out and do it, right? Flipping houses, buying new properties. This is a great time to begin that real estate investment. Yeah, no, career. for sure. And I think that the other thing to note is like, we're, we're happy to talk about this. Like you and I, we love talking about this, right? Like when we just have casual conversations, we, this is one of the main things that we spend our time talking about. So if anybody listening to this is, is interested in getting into the weeds on a more like, we would love to get engaged. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, you know, I think that the other area that we are both very interested in is technology. And it is no secret that technology is increasing in real estate, which is traditionally a very low tech industry, right? At the end of the day, it's just buying and selling homes. But that's not the case. There are some new things that are popping up in the tech world. Um, it's very fun thinking about how a lot of these advancements that have been made for, you know, all kinds of reasons, space travel or or green energy or whatnot can can all be applied to helping out a completely different industry in real estate. Um, and I think you and I have talked a bit about this, right? Um, and uh, and we, you know, it's it's a little bit different uh, than just kind of like purely talking about the technology when you talk about it in the context of something like real estate. Um, but uh, are there any particular technologies you think would be like most fun to talk about right now? I think, like, I think the two that we should focus on right now are going to be VR and AR and then IoT. So let's start with VR and AR. So virtual reality, augmented reality. Um, it's something that we have seen uh, in, in the past in, in the manufacturing and the actual building of items, right? Being able to visualize the product that you're 
you know, you're working on creating, but now we're starting to see it applied in the building of homes and the staging of homes. Luke, I mean, what are some of the, what are some of the areas that people are using VR and AR today in real estate? Separating VR from AR for a second, you've got like this idea that, okay, I don't need to be in the physical location. Uh, I don't need to, you know, travel at all. I don't need to, especially in the COVID times, I don't need to expose myself to anybody and I can still go and see homes that I might want to visit uh, is a like a very cool application of VR, right? You put on some Oculus glasses and you, you know, look around, you're in the home that you might be living in eventually. I think, you know, some people might not feel like it's the same, you don't get the same feeling uh, being in that home, but I think that there's a lot of value in at least being able to uh, start that process of looking at homes, maybe narrow the 50 homes you wanted to look at down to the actual five that you were most excited about, um, where you might not have been able to do that before. And then what about actually like within the house? Because I I see some potential with uh, AR to see how things are going to fit in the actual home right? You know, maybe you walk into a a completely empty house and you are picturing a a kitchen island fitting right here. You know, now you're going to be able to actually throw that out there and see exactly how it fits. And you can determine if you like the countertop color or, or the cabinets. I mean, I think the options are kind of, are kind of endless when it comes to this. Yeah. I mean, and it's an expensive part of this whole thing, right? Is like getting new furniture, just guessing at what people are going to want to see in the, in their homes while they're staged. And if you can do a good job of, um, you know, customizing that per person or, uh, you know, as they're, um, uh, you know, different people coming in, you, you can kind of change the feel of the home. Uh, I think that you can do a lot of uh, interesting stuff. And, and then, like you said, the, the kind of next step beyond this is like, okay, you've staged it and somebody's bought it. Like now that they're moving in for real, like, let's figure out what actual furniture they want, what kind of like what remodeling they would want done. Um, and you can do a lot of that with, uh, with AR. And I, and I think it's super interesting because all these, you know, big tech is, is coming out with a lot of interesting products here, some startups as well. Um, and so coming out with uh, more sophisticated uh, AR technology is going to be you know, super valuable uh, in a lot of parts of real estate. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's also, you know, all kinds of stuff with, with what's happening in building homes themselves. Like, I think that there's some pretty cool stuff that you could do with both VR and AR in terms of figuring out, oh, do I like, you know, this layout? Do I like this landscaping? Do I like, you know, this type of, uh, um, uh, you know, brick on the building or whatnot. And, uh, and I think, yeah, and you're, I mean, you're I talking about building fun. homes with technology already in it. And I think that that takes us right into IOT or, or internet of things. I mean, so if you just think about any, you know, physical product that you have, whether it's tech or not, um, and, and think about what it's used for. So, um, you know, paper towels or, you know, freaking uh, microwave, whatever it may be. Um, there's there's some interaction that you have with it, and that interaction that you have with it, whether you're wiping something up with a paper towel or you're cooking a, a you know a chicken sandwich in the microwave, um, there is some some data that can be collected from that, and and that data that's collected, um, if you've set up the device correctly, so you you input a device into a paper towel, would be a little tough, but a microwave makes a lot more sense. Um, you can relay the data that that thing collects to the internet, the cloud, uh, to other devices that are nearby, um, and the ability for a physical device to kind of collect data and transmit that data to other devices kind of makes it um, this general broad category, the internet of things. And so, um, you know, the, the cool part of this in real estate or in any field, right, is you can start saying, hey, look, this is how I can translate things that I'm physically doing uh, in the real world um, with an uh, interface that with computer software, hardware, whatever it may be that you can actually model something with it. And whether that's machine learning and you want to actually like 
analyze that data uh, or it's just things like, um, you know, smart home and you just want to be able to like interact with your home in a different way. Uh, yeah, it's super valuable. I think another really powerful thing uh, that is, comes as a result of IoT is is going to be like with all those smart uh, appliances, right? Like the the Nest thermostat, uh, you know, the the garbage compactor, whatever the case may be, the fridge. You're going to be able to start to track like electrical use and green efficiency in homes. And you know, we might even get to the point down the road where you can actually make a decision based on how efficient that house is going to be. And that could be one of the financial factors that you actually weigh on when it comes to determining whether or not you're going to buy a house. So from a, from a value standpoint, you know, and you're going to hear Luke and I say this a lot, but like data is a good thing, right? You know, people get freaked out by big data or, or whatever the case may be, but like data just helps you make better decisions and it's only going to get, you know, cleaner, more precise, uh, and, and more useful. So now we're going to talk about how Luke and I are actually capturing these two different trends. And it's actually in the form of our own prop tech company called T2 Venture, uh, which is, you know, where all this name stands, uh, stems from, but Luke, just real quick, just to introduce it to everybody. What is T2 Venture? Yeah. So, uh, T2 Venture, we started the thing, uh, where you, you, uh, called me in November and we're like, Hey, Luke, let's start a, let's start a REIT. So real estate investment trust, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, for a little more color, uh, real estate investment trust essentially is this idea that, you know, a bunch of people pull their money together, uh, from that money, you go out and you buy some properties and everybody who put their money in gets some, you know, fractional benefit, uh, from those properties, whether it's rent or uh, sale of property or for all that stuff. Right. So it's just a way to get involved in real estate, uh, for outside folks without actually having to do the hands-on, um, management, which is a valuable thing. We're like, Hey, let's see if we can get that started. So let's go see if we can get some money. We get some money. Let's go see if we can get some good properties. Peyton's down in Austin. Hey, it works out. Austin's a great market to, to get involved in right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what happened? Why, why are we not doing that anymore? Well, because we realize that we are just like everybody else. So one of the most valuable things that Luke and I have learned because we've, we've started multiple different businesses is, and you hear it all the time is, is pivot, right? So we realized that it was going to be hard for us to go out and get other people's money just to buy houses, right? There's no differentiator. So then Luke and I started putting our heads together and we started finding some, um, you know, unique ways that we could differentiate ourselves from all the other people that are trying to, to build up investment portfolios. And we actually ended up, uh, you know, coming up with the idea of, of some different, uh, technical uh, applications of this data. So, uh, you know, as we continue to, to talk about this over the course of time, we'll tell you more and more, but, um, you know, that's kind of how we're seizing these different opportunities that we, that we talked about today. And, you know, going forward, we, we think, you know, there's the endless possibilities are there. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, we don't know. Right. You know, we just have to go out yeah. and give it a shot, which I think is going to be the most yeah, important. You know thing. what? This this thing might not work, but uh, what we learn from this will help us with the next thing. And I think that that is right. The biggest thing that we want to get across in these like 15 minutes every every week is like you can definitely try. Right. You might not succeed the first time, but you'll succeed eventually. And like that is uh, the only thing you can do. Otherwise, you're, you're never going to go anywhere. So um, you can't wait for the perfect moment. You just got to kind of go for it and, and see what happens. And so. Yeah. As, as corny as it sounds, there's no time like the present and spoiler alert, you're going to fail, you know, 90 times out of a hundred. And you know, that's something that we just accept. And it's something as an entrepreneur, you just have to live with. Um, but you know that every single failure is going to, uh, you know, be a learning moment and you're going to be able to move forward. And eventually you're going to be able to do something really, really great and something that you're passionate about. So, you know, 
we just want to say first off, you know, thank you so much for uh, for spending this time with us. We we covered a lot of different things. I know we went through them kind of quick, but we talked about you know what's going on in the real estate market, why supply and demand are the way they are, and then we talked about some of those new technology trends that we see. You know, VR and AR are going to be really cool. Internet of Things are just going to fuel more data, and it's hopefully something that you know Luke and I, from a business standpoint, can take advantage. And we hope that you know you can start formulating ideas on your own to uh, to take advantage of. Yeah, of them so as we well. uh, obviously. We, we brushed through that quick uh, and we would love it if you could give us feedback on that, anything that you think we could do differently. Um, but uh, for the most part, we just wanted to give you just that really high level overview of all, of all the stuff we're thinking about. And if you love it, we can go in more detail on it next time. But uh, with that said, keep it real, everybody. Thanks for joining.